0: What's going on, family? Hope you're enjoying your Friday. Technico coming at you with another Niso Technico episode. Uh, This one's sure to be fire. This one's sure to be, you know, everything we thought it was going to be, you know. So no need for too much structure because this case didn't have much structure. This was a circus. So we're going to let the intro play and we're going to get to it. Judge Schroeder let that damn Kyle Rittenhouse off. But we know, we kind of felt like that was going to happen. We really did. I mean, with the amount of, you know, charges that were getting dropped, you know, like and I thought, like, for example, the gun charge, the fact that based on a quote unquote technicality on how clear that ruling was, they couldn't establish, was he underage carrying a goddamn weapon? And he's even admitted himself that he wasn't old enough to buy the weapon himself. His friend had to go buy the weapon for him, whose friends whose house he was uh, claiming to stay over at that particular time. It's ridiculous. We should have known when they said that the prosecution could not refer to the people shot as victims because they feared that using the word victim may imply that there was some non-guilt on their part. But under the same breath, allow the defense to refer to the people being shot as rioters, as arsonists, if they can prove it. So essentially, what happened was they were not allowed, and as far as the prosecution, were not allowed to represent those shot as victims. That privilege, that right was taken away. So the writing was more or less on the wall. And when you're dealing with a whole bunch of white jurors, when you're dealing with a society that already let its feelings be known, you know, over half the damn country, if you just look at, you can go to any social media, you can go to Twitter, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Facebook, and you can look up the uh, the hashtag Kyle Rittenhouse or Kenosha, and you will see the dichotomy in terms of sentiments involving this case there's many 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 people feel like that young man was in the right we even had people that is a part of black grassroots even mildly defend what kyle rittenhouse was doing and i say mildly because they accept the argument that he was coming out to defend something and based on his testimony he was trying to defend a particular spot My question is, how were the people that he shot in somehow or in some, and in what way did they threaten the establishment that he chose to protect? How were those men, the three men that he shot to, that he killed, how did they pose a threat to A, the establishment that he was in, and to himself prior to him using the weapon? See, what I don't like and what I don't appreciate is that one person gets to become the antagonist. He gets to antagonize. And then once a reaction comes about because of his antagonization, his reaction then becomes the reaction to antagonization. You get what I'm saying, family? It's the same thing that we used to see in school all the time. In fact, school was preparing us for the real world. Anytime that you went to a school and you saw a white kid get a slap in the wrist for something, you see that they omitted something that they did. Meanwhile, everything that you did was held to the highest standard. You was put under the highest scrutiny. They were preparing us for what the real world was actually like. I've seen this thousands of times. It's happened to me hundreds of times. Whereas someone who... Instigates a situation and because the people around the people that have some authority have some sympathy towards this child, they allow him to go out to get away with things scot-free if possible they'll do everything in the, in their power because they identify with that youngster. Why did half America, half of America, feel the way that they did? Because when they look at Kyle Rittenhouse, they see themselves, they see their family, they see their their child. The same way that they don't see our child, our children. It's very, 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 very interesting to say the least. It's very interesting how self defense is so convoluted. It's so interesting to me that in the midst of all of this after there's a non-guilty verdict when we should be talking about how egregious this criminal system is once again they want to shift the focus to assault weapons are the problem see it's never the weapons are the problem when they're talking about black communities or even brown communities the weapons are never the problem they're never the criminal when it involves us but when it involves them all of a sudden they don't it's it's if they don't know any better it's if they're so innocent see that mythology that stereotype about white innocence still prevails to this day and we don't talk a lot about white innocence presumed white innocence but it's it's all over It, it it encompasses so much of how we think of white people We typically think of white people as passive and non-aggressive, even though the historical record shows otherwise. We typically think um, uh, of white people as feeling and caring and in tune with their emotions, even though history will tell you otherwise. We're talking about this country being run by men, white men, and some of the most insensitive motherfuckers uh, to ever grace this planet and yet we buy into the stereotype because that's what we see that's what gets portrayed that's why i have such an issue with a lot of these tv shows that portray youngsters in this light they're youngsters to be more specific and all he had to do was a trick that they've been allowing white women to do for hundreds of years just get on that stand and cry cry your way out of this situation because People have sympathy towards you. There wasn't enough sympathy for George Floyd. It's incredible. It's incredible, but it is what it is. We see the situation for what it is. So there's no reason to be upset. We have to continue to acknowledge where the failing was at, where the issues are at. Because the issue is within this legal system and how it's carried out. It's in how, on one hand, when it involves white people, the law must be represented properly. It's not about, quote-unquote, morality. It's about the facts and what's represented. We don't, we don't get that luxury. We don't get that privilege. When it involves us, our morality is always put under scrutiny it always is was he wrong was he guilty our character is constantly attacked and assassinated whereas in this case all attacks to kyle rittenhouse's character were simply written off or looked at as a part like like they were being mean to him for saying that he had no honor they're calling him a coward yet they were called young young black boys young black boys who've done less Young black boys who may have maybe maybe have stolen a purse, a coward, dishonorably, and never taken anyone's life, never used an excuse, but that's what they're telling them, and that's the larger uh, picture. That's what I want to bring to the family. What we need to recognize within this situation, what needs to be addressed as far as the law, and how we need to move forward. We have to move forward. And if they're going to use their their amendments, their second amendments, right, then we should do the same. We should be prepared because they are allowing and they're setting the table for justification to kill us. It would not surprise me. And you can quote me on this time, stamp me, whatever you want to do. It would not surprise me if you see yet another law protect people, protect youngsters like they're youngsters in situations involving us in situations to where because self-defense is unclear in this country because self-defense is a privilege only afforded certain people and certain levels of it. See, we're not entitled to the full protections of self-defense. Self-defense from uh, law enforcement is not available to us. Self-defense from white people is still not available to us. That law that was started in 1664 in this country where we cannot lift a hand against a white person, the spirit... Of that law still exists to this day. And what we have is such a convoluted legal system. That allows such inconsistencies. So that we can have differentiating results. When the law should work the same way. Every time. As far as its application. So... I don't have too much else to say about this matter. Uh, It's not a real blow to us. This is something, this is more of a symbolic thing, if anything, and we have to recognize that. It's not really, it it really, it, it mattered not to us, but this is just more of a message. They're sending us a message and we should interpret the message and you know, go on about our days. It's not that we ignore uh, the messages, just that, you know, I think it's it's a bit too old for these these petty threats, these uh, petty intimidations, uh, these, these petty attempts to show us who's in control, trying to keep us in line. Um, that's all it really seems to be to me, as far as I'm concerned, because how else do you get a case this egregious where a young man actually kills and is found non-guilty. It's incredible. It is incredible. Um, But we move forward. So with that being said, peace, love, and light, y'all. Love you. Uh, Stay safe. Keep your head on the swivel. Do not allow people to get catch you unawares. Do not you know, when you're going out there protesting and, and doing what you're doing and doing the due diligence because that needs to be done and we can't allow these people to scare us away from uh, going apart our process uh, and, and the process of protesting, which is spreading the word so other people know that, hey, something is going down. We cannot allow the, them to get any victories as far as having us afraid to do anything, but we need to keep our heads on the swivel and we need to prepare ourselves. And if we are going to be bringing attention to anything, we should be bringing attention to this case and the, particularly the details of the case to where it's inconsistent. And let that be our banner as we march. See, we have to do things in a certain organized fashion. We have to do things in a focused manner. When we're focused, when we have a clear initiative, do not allow them to distract you with a this and a that. Cause they'll come up with this case or this thing or we need to deal with this we need to deal with that let us set our own narratives let us set our own plan into motion and let us not be distracted because they're going to bring us a whole lot of distractions they've already brought us a whole lot of distractions and we fail for every last one of them every last one of them so and this isn't the first time we have not got just did Brianna Taylor get her justice did George Floyd get his justice? What has the society told you? What do they keep screaming? proverbially at the top of their lungs. They're telling you everything that you need to know and they're showing you the lengths that they're willing to go. They have not changed. We must change. Because we cannot continue to be who we've been Otherwise we risk being in the same situation Longer And under new masters Because this, as I've said a thousand times before Is falling The outside world can see it The United States has lost its grip That doesn't mean that the entirety of white powers Or the white infrastructure is going down See, we, we get a little carried away sometimes with that Sometimes we seem to assume that because the house of power or the uh, or the symbol of power rests within the United States, that United States is white supremacy. It's only a piece of it. And like the people that they imitate, that house of power, seat of power can be held from anywhere. It's here that we're falling. It's here to where they we seem to be, you know, the grip on us is uh, it's slipping and they're getting desperate. Very, 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 very desperate. I can watch media and see how desperate they're getting. Desperate they are to seize control of us once again. And I don't feel like they have their hands on the reins anymore. And the rest of the world sees that, and they're making their moves. So the next 50 years, we won't be talking about USA in the same capacity. Uh, that we do today, and that's just the facts, that's just the facts, you know, you can time stamp that as well, you know, I know a lot of people say certain things, but the historical record is never wrong, it's never, never, ever wrong, never wrong, sometimes it skips a beat, but it's never wrong, so... That being said, peace, love, and light, family. Uh, Again, I hope you guys are enjoying your Friday. Just had to give that little bit of um, message to you. And talk to y'all soon.